This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. Welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast, and I'm sorry for laughing, but Gio is back, but how you doing, Gio? I've been woken up by a fire alarm. Wrestling fans are annoying me, and my hotel key is not working. So we're doing it in the in the hallway. We are live in the hotel hallway. We're live in the hotel hallway until I decide that I'm going back down there, and I mute myself. And I have to fumble. <laughs> Amazing. Well, there you go. Never if say that we're order, not committed. If I can order, if I can successfully order Taco Bell and eat it without nobody knowing, Yank gonna know I went back downstairs. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, this is true. This is true. The about Taco Bell, I think, has been eaten almost every pod, and no one's ever known. So, right, it's been so. It's been two weeks. This is the first pod we've done together since WrestleMania. So, first of all, how did you feel about WrestleMania before we get into the bits that's happened since? I how, liked it. Yeah? You think it all went well? You don't think there was any... No, everything matched up perfect. Bar for me passing out in Discord. That's all right. I had you. I had you back. <laughs> <laughs> I woke I... up and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I had you back. Disconnected you. You're all good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, solid WrestleMania. So since then, they've had the roar after WrestleMania, which was not a roar after WrestleMania. Um, they've had a lot of releases. Then they had a much kind of better roar, I suppose, last week, that last night. No, don't wind um, me up and start me off with the releases, damn it. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's not much else you happening. That, I mean, you know that's what's gonna set me off. I'm, so, I come feel on. like a lunatic out here yelling in a hallway. But how are you feeling about the releases, though? Like, did they surprise you? They're is there all, any? The only one that surprises me is Billy Kay. The rest of the Billy Kay and Chelsea Green, honestly, are the two that surprise me. But everybody yeah. else, it's like, yeah, right then, like, what is Tucker done? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. You know, what, what apart he... from running his mouth. <laughs> but he he's kind of changed that because, like, was it yesterday? He put an Instagram thing out, a video, thanking everyone for his time, for their time, and what wishing them all me? well. He goes, "I will now. I, I'm free to speak." And I'm like, "Speak on what?" Yeah. You. Everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to say it, but what annoys me is that everybody that was there had they, they've they, they were given either a push or some sort of moment you know yeah 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 I, I, they've all had like 15 matches in a year between them like and that's me being generous you know i mean yes billy is a surprise but apparently that was kevin dunn's decision so you know people are like everybody's like oh, oh man i can't so and so was misutilized okay Go through the list of who's misutilized. Mickey James is a former champion who's way past her prime. And, you know, what more are they going to do with her? They're not going to give her a title run. She no. got one big, put one last run trying to go for it. 
with that Oscar match. Yeah. Exactly. You and know, she's uh, taking yeah, spot, you know, seeing, you know, they put the belts on Bianca Belair. They put the belt on Rhea Ripley. Where is there space for Mickey James anymore? You know, yeah. do, is that what we want? Everyone's saying about moving on and they've got a change and this, that, and the other. So they do the change. They release the older, older person and everyone's up in arms about it. You know, could we see Peyton right. Royce ever being champion with how good Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair? Not really. Billy Kay, I know she was on TV a lot and she was over, but I said it last night. Billy Kay for me was a Ms. Dow situation. There's only so far that shtick will go. You know what I mean? For me, like, look how over Damien Sandow was as Ms. Dow. When he tried to go alone, look how terrible it was. You know, and I, I feel the same with Billy. I love Billy. I rep Billy in my own universe, for goodness sake. Like, I'm a big fan. Always like the Iconics. I would never have split them up as a tag team myself, but that's the, never mind. But again, I think there's a ceiling for Billy. Like, uh, it's very much a Mizdow situation. It's it's funny, but it has a limit, right. you know, like for me. Um, Chelsea Green, yeah, they were quite hot on her. And the idea of this Charlie's Angels group with her, Vanessa Bourne, and Santana Garrett does did sound intriguing. But it looks like Maya Yim is taking that spot from bits that I'm seeing, which will be interesting. Uh, probably a better fit if they're doing a Charlie's Angel gimmick. So again, let them let them be. And who's the rest? Kalisto? Has anyone seen him? Like, when's the last time you saw Kalisto? Never. Mojo Rawley? Never. Never happened. You know, so... But what about... The, I suppose the big one is Samoa Joe. I mean, obviously that's the big one. But again, he got hurt how many times? Yeah, like, we, we spoke on a podcast. Like, didn't he have, like, two concussions pretty much one after the other? Like one doing an advert or something. It wasn't even wrestling, was it? He got injured doing an advert. Yeah. And the thing is, like, they've shown in past, like, WWE take that stuff very, very seriously. You know? If they no, haven't cleared him. Wants, it's obvious he wants to still wrestle. WWE doesn't want him to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it. And so if that's what he wants to do, you wish him well on his future endeavors and let him go wrestle. If, if they think there's any risk, then... He doesn't go. Oh, my right. God, Bryn. Hey, he's inside. See, we blagged our way long enough. <laughs> We're in the hotel room. Geo can chill. <laughs> now I can get a bit louder because I didn't want to sound like a maniac sitting out there shouting in the hallway. <laughs> Talking about Samoa Joe. But now you've been quite vocal this week on people's reactions I'm to it. Not. Okay. I'm going to peel the curtain back a bit because there I know they don't, I know they don't listen to us. There's a person <laughs> on our who out of all people is a Mickey James fan. Get it? Mm -hmm. Great. You're, that's your favorite, but you can't say WWE is out of touch just because they released her when she's almost 50. What is she like? 41. Yeah. She's early forties. At this point in her career, there's not much left. She's been hurt so many times. You know, yeah. look at Trish. Trish retired earlier than her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at Lita. Lita retired earlier than her. Beth Phoenix. I mean, Beth like, Phoenix is younger than Shayna Baszler and retired. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then people are throwing out like, oh, shit, about Jenna Baszler's in the best shape of her life, no injuries, a former MMA champion. Like, you can't compare that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, Baszler's not a mom. Shayna Baszler's not injury prone. Yeah. Like, what was it? She broke her, she, she injured her knee, then broke her nose, then injured her knee again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, what are they going to do? I just feel like this, maybe for Mickey James, dude, like Jazz is done, you know? Like, the question of the week, though, is like, what would you do with X person? Mm. You know? What more would you do with said person? 
And that's the thing. That's the bit that gets me. Like, everyone get all, like, excited about... I know it's people losing their jobs. Don't come at me with that stuff. Like, during the pandemic, I've laid people off. I run my own business. I've done it. Okay? So I know why it happens. Okay? This is coming from kids that don't fully understand. Like, yes, it's a tough time, but people are going to lose their jobs in the current situation. Like, a lot of people are. Like, unemployment is going to go through the roof. So don't use that one. And then the, you know, I, I don't know. They're not going to miss any of them. None of them are main event. Okay, I love Joe. But I do worry that he is injury prone. I do worry. I mean, he got suspended. He's had concussions. He's obviously taken something to try and do that to get what? suspended. Like, Somebody something's going on there more than... WWE just don't know how to somebody, use him. Like somebody posted, somebody posted a gif. I think the other day where they're like, "Oh, great, we can get the muzzle buster again." And I'm like, "Do you think WWE wanted to ban that? It almost killed a dude." Mm. And what how they don't realize is they still paid him his wrestler's salary to be on commentary. Samoa Joe got paid eight hundred thousand pounds. You know, eight hundred thousand dollars. He got one last media payday. Yeah. Exactly. Adam Cole gets $250,000. $250, I read. Samoa Joe got eight hundred dollars for sitting on commentary. Adam Cole is there every week. And I think that's what people have to take into consideration. It's a business. And none of them that they released are playing a big role other than eating up salary. That's all they're really doing. So, yes, it's oh. tough. I know. But it... It's going to happen. I just, not what, yeah. But the thing is that one of those people were involved in a major storyline of something that was meaningful. No. One of them was comic relief. They fired half the 24-7 division. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. And a few, injury, few injuries. I, okay. Yes, okay. Maybe the Iconics. I mean, apparently stories have come out that Peyton Royce had a big kickoff about not being on the WrestleMania card. I'm guessing sometimes that mouth doesn't get you very far. I think the Iconics surprised me. None of the others have surprised me. Like, I haven't sat there and gone, oh, my God. Billy, what yes. Did, but What did Peyton Royce do that would warranty a mania match? Mm. Yeah, it's just wrestling <laughs> fans at the moment, man. Stuck in that, like, that throwaway tag team. Mm -hmm. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they'll all get picked up. They'll all get picked up. I mean, I'd expect to see Peyton and Billy on AEW, maybe with the Sean Spears connection. I fully expect to see Chelsea Green there. Uh, I think Joe could go to Japan and do some bits, like finish out. Um, I don't know if Joe will go to AEW. Though. I, can't, I can't... I can't see that. Um, Tucker... Pfft, who knows? Mojo, I don't know. See, them guys, Kalisto will go back to Mexico. They'll be okay. You know? Like, they'll all get work elsewhere and probably have good careers. But where WWE is and who they're trying to push and what's going on, like, they can't push everyone. Like, they've screamed for years. Cesaro, Cesaro, Cesaro. So they push him, and maybe that's pushing Joe out. You know what I mean? Joe V. Reigns would have been awesome. But maybe, like, for Cesaro, who's fitter and more over right now, there's no place for Joe. I, I think yeah, they have to look at the bigger picture, you know? If Joe does do anything, I hope it's New Japan, because I saw I saw a picture that made me pop. It was a picture of Samoa Joe and Tamisha Ishii. And it was like, this is the match we want. And I went, I'd pop for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Joe in Japan, I mean, I think I think that makes sense for where he's at. I, I could see it. It's going to be Japan slash TNA. Yeah, he might go back. I'm expecting Mickey James to go all back the, to TNA. With um, all the flashbacks they've been hitting on Samoa Joe, I have a feeling that that's where he's going. Hmm. If not, he better be part of Team Taz if they even dare throw him in AEW. Let him take over Team Taz and make a Team Samoa Joe or something and make them meaningful. See, for me, if I, if I was AEW, look at all them releases, I would be 100% focused solely on the women that got 
I think all three of them, um, well, like I'm Green sure and the Iconics would be great. I'm sure yeah. as fuck. And exactly, like Peyton is married to Ty Dillinger. Are they married? I think they're married. I don't who that was. Is it Peyton Royce? Yeah, Peyton's married to, to Dillinger. Okay. Um, I'm, saying, I'm sure. Just Sean Spears, even. See, I would assume. And Chelsea Green. I would assume that they would be my focus because they they could actually help that women's division. Chelsea is going to impact because that's where Ryder is. Yeah, I would. Yeah, maybe. But if I was AEW, I'd be pushing to get all three of them. I wouldn't look at any of the men. I don't think they need any of them. But we'll see. Immediately going to want to get for there. That's the thing. They're immediately going to want Joe. Yeah, and that shouldn't be their focus, you know, for me. Their focus should be the women that got released. I think all three of them could help them no end. Um, but yeah. It's an interesting time. There's always releases. It was a year ago that they did their last big purge, in it? Um, do you think there'll be some moving around, though? Like, do you think... Um, I'm hearing, obviously, Roderick Strong's going to turn up somewhere, from what I heard, um, after offering his resignation on NXT last week. Um, I think there was a report saying that he's... He was, could be on Raw last night. Um, how do you see that, like, Roderick Strong getting called up? Do you think he'll just get lost? Do you think he could make it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just... Uh... Yeah, I know. Wrestling fans this week have um, have shown their chef colors. And I, I've said it before. I think I've said it so many times on this podcast. Wrestling fans are what's wrong with wrestling, right? You know, I think it shows, you know, with Jericho being on Broken Skull and them showing, you know, them talking about going to AEW and I stuff. I don't and, think you know. this is the thing is I don't think Vince takes AEW seriously. I don't think he sees it as a threat. I really don't. Because, no. like, even Jericho said, like, oh, when I won both belts, Vince said, you know, the, the look where the business is at when Chris Jericho's going to have both the belts. <laughs> I think that's how he feels right now. Like, oh, come on. It's Chris Jericho. Yeah. We're friends. He's not going to do anything to hurt me. Yeah. And I do think it's that. And I think it, it's fans that make it a thing. Like, with NXT moving to Tuesdays and Impact moving to Thursdays. Like, I feel like it's they're trying to give wrestling fans as much to watch as possible. Not oh, have any more wars. Do I think Jericho is the is the is the reason why all those jabs were taken? No, that's solely Cody Rose and his bitter grapes. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, Jericho is just Jericho, and I think it showed on the 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 skull sessions. I think it just shows oh, that he's chill. He Jericho already said like he left on good terms. Mm. Yeah, and for Vince to be okay with this. Just kind of shows, I think, that wrestling fans need to chill a bit. You know, I couldn't believe some of the reaction to the what guys that got released. Like, I'm like, this is this is not like the previous year, you know? I, I can't wait for all the people now to jump on some stupid bandwagon and be like, but did they really hold back the talent that was Tucker? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Otis was always the star of that. Even heavy machinery on NXT, everyone knew Otis. Otis Tucker, was the star. Tucker was gone the minute that they they broke the team up. Mm. That's how it always goes. The team breaks up. One of them survives. One of them doesn't. Look at Shad and JTG. They mm. broke them. And, you know, Shad lasted, what, um, two months? Yeah. You know, it, it, it's Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Edge and, Chris, Edge and Christian to a little bit. Like, Edge become a, a superstar, you know? And Christian was, okay, I think Christian was successful, but not to Edge level, you know? Okay, that's another argument I tend to get into with people when they're like, well, Chris, Christian never given his proper dues. And I'm like, he was a former champion. Yeah. And ECW champion, and yeah, Randy Orton feud was some of the best stuff I, I, ever. I have, I have another rant, but I'm saving that one for the, the, the when we review whatever happened last night. <laughs> we'll get to that. I, I, 
kind of started flipping on that on Discord too, because people <laughs> stupid as nails with some of their 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 quips. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, well, let's get on to last night because there isn't a huge amount of news now that we've covered the releases. We can get into... Um, oh, first of all, what I wanted to get into was obviously Friday uh, was SmackDown. Looks like Cesaro is... Roman Reigns is like next person. Uh, you think that's right? You think that's all all good? You agree well, with that? Give the man a... Give the man... I'm not saying you have to give him a title, but give him a title push. Yeah. Well deserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, I think that, so. That UFO move is insane. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have to say, like, the match with him and Jey Uso, bar the ending, like, Seth jumping in, um, I don't think it needed that. Uh, but it was a really good match. Like, Jey Zoro was so good. Um, obviously, they're still pushing the Tamina Nia Jax thing for God knows what. You must have, you must have paid someone off for this to be a thing. Sir, like. you stop. They got a mania. They got a mania moment by winning. They, they should have. I, I, I feel. I, I'm not a big fan of Natalia or Tamina, but I do feel that was the wrong decision to not give them a WrestleMania moment. I think it would have got a pop on the night. Maybe it's not a long term thing. But that's the thing is they've both been giving shit and they've stuck with it. Yeah. And that's the you thing. Know? Speaking of sticking with it, they're sticking with the Street Profits and Ziggler and Rude, and I'm so over that bloody match. Like, they have good chemistry. They're just... There's been so many encounters. But one. where do the Street Profits go now? That's another one. I'm surprised Bobby Rude survived, to be honest. Hmm. To be fair, not he's doing all right with Ziggler. I, I was in a discussion with someone that was like, I, someone said that Bobby Roode hadn't been used right. And I'm sitting there like, wait a minute. Okay. Like, wait yeah, a minute. <laughs> that's, that's another one. Like, dude, he's your, are you not paying attention to what's going on right now? He is the tag team champion. Yeah. He's, he's, he NXT champ. he's like, only, he, he, he literally, Fought Nakamura in Japan and won. Mm. You know, he's he, a, he, he won the US title too, didn't he? For a bit, like in that Corbin that, and Ziggler feud. Like, runs. He's done well. <laughs> like, oh. It confuses me when they say that. And I'm thinking, hold on a minute. No, like what? Bobby Roode's for his age I, and level. But that's the thing is, everybody wants him to be world champion. And I made this argument where I said, not every good worker has been a world champion. Ted nope. DB only had a tag team title his whole career. Mr. Perfect, never world champion. Roddy no, Piper, had- never oh. world champion. Intercontinental. But what yeah. I'm trying to say, like, somebody like a Ted DiBiase, who was a top heel, big time guy, like, second to none major in the 80s. Mm. All he held was his million dollar championship and a tag team title. Yeah, man. Never once did the dude hold a singles gold, but he's one of the best. Jake the Snake never had a belt at all. Yeah, yeah. And these are guys that are well-known names. These are names that you never forget, and they've not been world champion. And wrestling doesn't change that much, you know? Not it's being a champ is very, very different to being good. And that that's where I've always had the argument with Cesaro. No one would ever dispute how good Cesaro is. Be a world champion? Never. Never for me. It's just Junk too boring. Dog. Yeah, Junk Junk Dog Dog never had a belt. Yeah, yeah. Coco I beware. Only a tag title. <laughs> like <laughs> Rick the Model can't... Martel was pretty much only tag. Maybe Intercontinental for a bit too. You know, there's there's no, loads see, of that's people. The thing is he never even had the IC. Yeah, see? And these are... Razor Scott yeah. Hall? Like, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, you yeah. can't judge them by... Well, they never had a world title. And that's why I don't understand. Like, Bobby Roode was NXT champ. So, you know, like... <laughs> he's had a pretty good good run. And they're obviously very in on this Ziggler Roode tag team. Like, the Dirty Dogs have their own entrance and stuff now and they've beaten street profits multiple times 
is Dolph Ziggler and getting these dog names for tag teams? Because <laughs> yeah. he had these pretty dogs. He was like the street hounds or whatever when he was with fucking Braun Strowman. Remember, they were like the hounds or some shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they it was. They were like hounds or something. Like, yeah, something what is about your different dogs? Maybe. Maybe he's just an old dog, isn't it? <laughs> dog Ziggler. <laughs> okay, I before we get into Raw, um, there's something that's just come out with Chris Masters. Chris Masters has just said, I've been out of the company since 2011. I'd love to come back for a Royal Rumble or something like that. I mean, you never say never. I feel like they could potentially reach out again at some point. Uh, but I'm kind of at a point where at this point, I feel like I've been exiled to a certain point because they were asking him about if Bobby Lashley is okay using the uh, Hurt Lock and apparently he spoke to MVP about it so there you go Chris Masters wants to come back for a rumble I don't know he's doing alright in NWA I don't know why he would say that he's doing quite well there so anyway that literally it's just come up on my feed while we're doing <laughs> this so we we'll thought we'll bring it live but let's talk about Raw last night because it was much better than the Raw after Mania Okay, because what was the biggest return? The Viking Raiders? Yeah. Um, but what was your feelings? I thought it was it was better. Obviously started with a Drew McIntyre wanting uh, an explanation over the Mason T-Bar attack and MVP telling him that it wasn't him. What do you feel about the Mason T-Bar thing that they're doing? Do you think it's a push oh. for both of them or...? Um, I think they're going to do something because, spoiler alert, they ain't got their mask. Mm hmm Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll get to the main event in a minute. Obviously, the Viking Raiders back. You think, um, I was going to say, Wait. speaking of Hurt Business, do you think Cedric and Shelton are being punished? Because they are getting beaten up every week. You think they've done something? Because, like, they were, they were teamed up on in the Andre the ba Giant Battle Royal and thrown out together. They've lost both times to the returning Viking Raiders. And quite impressively, um... I feel like there's Vince doesn't see anything in either one of them besides yeah, being, a yeah. being jobbers at the minute. But he did it before with Cedric Alexander, wasn't it? When he was doing that stuff with Styles, he pulled the plug on Alexander, he just vanished. I think they'll be next, next to the depart. I don't think we'll see them very longer. Um, I'm heavy, Shell, you know, Shell is another like guy that's like mickey james it's just like dude you're, you're you know you had another great return and run but at this point what more can they do with them yeah 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 and i i feel like yeah for shelton yeah there's not much happening for cedric i think maybe he could do well look at what rich swan has done in tna there is no reason that cedric could couldn't go to impact and do the same oh, sort of thing, absolutely. you know? Um, I just don't... And this is again, I know we talked about the release. This is again what people have to realise. There comes a point where maybe the product and the wrestler just don't fit. There's nothing wrong with Cedric Alexander. Like, back on 205 stuff, Alexander was great. I thought the stuff he did when he was helping Roman with Shane and Drew that time, great. Stuff with Styles. I just don't think it fits. I think they tried with the Hurt Business... This arrogant gimmick didn't really suit him. I just think there comes a point where it's best for both parties to right stop now, flogging that dead horse, you know? Also, before we get to our should we talk about this news with Roderick Strong and Mia Yim and Shane Dorn? Because apparently yeah. they're yeah, yeah. heading their asses over to SmackDown. See, I first heard that Roderick Strong was going to show up last night. Like He, he okay. was going to be a Raw guy. But apparently, I yes, mean, they're all going to SmackDown. Like, Raw needs the most help. Like, because will that I'm, mean that Maya Yim will Keith Lee now go to SmackDown? Because they always try and keep him together. But again, SmackDown needs better, like, not to be mean, but they need better females. Yes. They need, they need some. What, so they got like nine? Absolutely Maya Yim should be there because look at, look at Raw's female division compared to SmackDown. You know, Mia Yim's not going to get anywhere when she's 
got to sit there and compete with Charlotte Flair and Asuka and Becky Lynch when she comes back and Rhea Ripley. Like, it, it's too many big names. But she can, she's a perfect fit over there with Bianca Belair, Bailey, Sasha Banks, you know? Yeah, yeah. You think they'll go ahead with this Charlie's Angels gimmick that they're saying with like Maya Yim, Vanessa Bourne, and Santana Garrett? Ah, uh, they might. I mean, I to be honest, think, like I, uh, I'm, no, I'm, I am a massive simp for Santana Garrett. Like I <laughs> absolutely <laughs> adore Santana you Garrett. Started, you started defending me on the Discord, <laughs> and then you're like, by the way, I simp for Santana Garrett. By the way. <laughs> And I'm not even ashamed. Um, yeah, like honestly, if you watch some of her old stuff, she's amazing. Um, I'm big, big fan. And Vanessa Bourne and Maya Yim, because apparently that's what they were doing for Chelsea Green. But Maya Yim would make sense, and obviously Shane Thorne. But they've been saying it's Slapjack. So what was weird is they're saying Maya Yim's gone to SmackDown, and then they were saying Slapjack went to SmackDown. You think they'll try and work him? Still as that gimmick? Or do you think this is like last chance saloon for Shane Thorne? For me, I said I'd like to see him and Buddy Murphy in a tag team. Give them something to do. Give them both a little bit of a restart. Would help the tag team division on SmackDown, which is desperate for help. You know, I don't want to see Dirty Dogs and Street Profits. Um, you think they'll use him in a tag team? How, what do you think is going to happen? Like with Roderick Strong, I mean, do you think those three will help? I mean... That's two small guys and a decent woman. Where it's interesting, but it's, for me, it's Raw that needs the help, like, and everyone yeah. seems to be going to SmackDown. Unless they move Rollins over to Raw or something. I mean, I'm guessing there's got to be a shakeup soon. Um, there's got to be. I think but Raw needs it desperately. SmackDown could use maybe some freshening up. I'm over. It sounds like an asshole. But I'm over this Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley bullshit. Yeah. It doesn't do anything for me. Not now. They don't need this rematch. They, they put on a banger of a match at WrestleMania. They don't they need this. Backlash, backlash, WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. WrestleMania backlash. Yeah, sorry. What the hell is that? I don't know what that is. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. That's a fucking terrible idea. See, <laughs> think everything they do... That's fucking stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. That is really stupid. Because it's just going to... It feels like all we're going to get is rehashed WrestleMania matches. Like, are we going to get WrestleMania money in the bank? WrestleMania, <laughs> SummerSlam. WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania. Like, WrestleMania, yeah. Royal Rumble. Like, Yeah, I just... <laughs> yeah, the name is stupid. I don't want to... I, I feel... Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre had a really good feud. The build-up was really good. They had a really good match at WrestleMania. They don't need this. They don't need this match because I don't think they are taking the title off Bobby Lashley anytime soon. You know? Um, I was reading a report, like, apparently John Cena will be back aiming to fight Roman Reigns again. They kind of want to do the Lesnar-Reigns thing. I hope that that's just nonsense and he does fight. Um, and then The Rock. So apparently the three lined up for Reigns are those three. They're going to use it as showcase. So we'll see how much truth is in that. Because my guess is they obviously want to keep the title on Roman until the Rock match. But I thought they would not They would wait for the Rock match until Hollywood. Well, apparently they're already teasing that because Paul Heyman's gone done said, like, mark my words, Roman will be champion next WrestleMania. Yeah, see, and yeah, so maybe they're going to use The Rock in Texas. I don't know. It just feels like with it being announced in Hollywood that you'd wait, but to keep a belt on someone two years is tough. Um, but yeah, it's, it's strange um, where they're going. Um, back to Raw. Um, obviously, we had a new matchup, Randy Orton versus Matt Riddle. Um it was funny how that went. Orton going to Adam Pierce and saying, who's the blonde kid that rides a scooter, doesn't wear shoes? Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's my... Some idiot said after the match, mm. well, glad they're 
glad they're making. Remember when Matt Riddle was taken seriously? And I went, right. Did he not just get a clean pinfall over Randy fucking Orton? Yeah. Who just got done with a wild title raid? Yeah. And it was clean. It was a good roll up. And he probably put on one of the best matches at WrestleMania with Sheamus. And you know, you look at Riddle's through. last run-ins, is a US title run, a banger yeah. of a match with Sheamus, and now pinning Randy Orton two weeks after Somebody wrestling after using it. Well, yeah, it was a roll-up, and I went, is a roll-up not a clean pin? Mm. You didn't use this uh, weapon or hold the tights. It's a and clean it, fucking pin. And it was a clean pin reversing an RKO. It wasn't like he just rolled him up and uh, pulled some tights. He reversed the RKO into that pin. Like, it's, it was a big finish for a roll-up. It was a big finish. And again, that's the nonsense, yeah. you know? They've just had Matt Riddle do fantastic match with Sheamus. He won the title off Bobby Lashley, who's current champ, and he's just pinned Randy Orton. Like, if that isn't pushing a new guy, what is? Like, what more do you want other than Riddle just to rock up and just take the title off Lashley and that's it? Like, no, no other work? I... Yeah, don't get me started. You was meant to be ranting. Now you're getting me all heated up. <laughs> you was meant to be in this position. But it's just annoying. Like, I look at it right now. I look at WrestleMania, right? We had Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Apollo Crews, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Matt Riddle, all in title matches. All of them were in title matches. A debut of Omos uh, helping a AJ win a Grand Slam. At a WrestleMania. If that yeah, isn't starting yeah. a new era, what he is? Fucking business shoes. <laughs> he was wearing Reverend Devon's attire, by the way. <laughs> Just a shout out to pre-warn anyone that watches the universe that I am Reverend Jose. If Jose ain't in the game, Omos will be. <laughs> Reverend Omos is incoming, boys. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, he's getting the limo. And he's getting the reverend. <laughs> um, but that, what more do people want? Like, what more do you want? Like, this WrestleMania had no Taker, no Cena, no Charlotte, no Lesnar, no Michaels, not, no Triple H. Like, what the hell? See, people called me a bully this week because that's my exact compliment. Is what more do you want from said yeah. wrestler? What are yeah. you? If you're a booker, how are you going to book Mickey James? If you're a booker, how are you going to book? Cocker. Yeah. Like, especially, how are you going to book these guys when you've got Rhea and Bianca doing so well? You've got Apollo doing really well in this gimmick. Like, the accent annoys me, but he's doing really well. And he's now Intercontinental Champion, for goodness sake. And he's sake. got Davocado and a spear. <laughs> yes. General Aziz, please. General he's got Aziz. Davocado and a spear. <laughs> I like it, though. Okay, I don't like the accent. But I like what they're doing with Apollo. I like you this Apollo. Your mouth. The accent is what gives him something. <laughs> okay. No, the accent is, is terrible. It's terrible. Man. But. Oh, this again. just came out. Oh, here we go. Live WWE news today. He reportedly booked around COVID-19 outbreak on Raw. Oh, really? WWE presented another episode of Raw this week, but it was apparent that they didn't have the entire roster available for them. They brought more attention to the possibility that they are dealing with another COVID-19 outbreak. Whoa. Okay. Dave Meltzer mentioned that there was another outbreak in WWE, but the company isn't talking about it. He said that it was part of the shorthanded aspect of tonight's show as well. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, that would be interesting. That's Does what make happens a bit when more you bring sense. fans back, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. But yeah, interesting. That would kind of make a bit of sense. Um, yeah, I guess so. Because, like, is it, wasn't, like, wasn't it announced that Triple H was under... Um, was in quarantine for a bit as well, like a month ago or something, three or four weeks, um, like under house house quarantine. Um, yeah, I think. See, the thing is, is, I feel like a lot of these performance center guys are getting it, and they're bringing it to the other people. Right. 
Yeah, I think so. I think it is. And that's why we haven't seen many call-ups and, you know, uh, new guys come back because you have to look at the world circumstance. Like, you can't just have people zipping around the world, you know? They stopped doing the call-ups and all that up until October now because they like to push it as part of the, the season premieres. The past two years they've done it, it's been a season premiere then, like, Boom, boom, here's the Superstar Shake-Up in October, Raw, SmackDown, watch the season premiere of them, see who gets moved where, wow, somebody from NXT got called up. Mm. Exactly, because, like, the two Raws been quite similar, you know, New Day and Elias, Miz, Priest, uh, Viking Raiders and Cedric, and, yeah, they're just saying that they did that just they, to be safe. So, are they teasing that Miz and Morrison are going to break up over Maurice? Uh... If it, if, if it separates them and lets them do their own thing, I'm all for it. I'm really happy to have my reason. But yeah, if that's... Oh my God, Kenny, Dy- Kenny Dykstra has retired from wrestling. Oh, man. Like last <laughs> week when they did the Miz and Morrison thing or whatever, Morrison was like, I didn't know Maurice was here. Yeah, and then he wasn't, he wasn't around, was he, last night? I didn't see Morrison at all. Maybe, he, maybe he's got COVID. Is this what's going to lead to those two breaking up? It's like Maurice is in the, you know, splintering them or something? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. And But they do need to split them up. I think it will be good for them to do their own thing. Like, me personally, I would put move Morrison to SmackDown. Um, I think there's matches over there that I would prefer to see the him in. The Miz doesn't need a lackey. No, he doesn't. Miz, Miz and Maurice could handle it on their own like they did last night like what she spit champagne in his face that was proper Marie stuff and Morrison into fucking Alex Riley <laughs> Alex Riley come on man there'll be no dissing A-Ry hey thank you I'm very much all about him man he had great D music and everything <laughs> yes it was oh, like, my face <laughs> Oh my god. See, this is how we make Raw sound more exciting by reliving old stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, like the var- he was like the varsity miss because he had like the varsity jacket and shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um then we had the Nia Jax, Naomi, Lana stuff with Mandy interrupting. Their women's division is such a mess right now. Um <laughs> for me. It's a mess. Like, Listen, at least they're giving them finishers and, and entrances together now. I suppose so, yeah. Just, it, like, for me, it's it's a mess. When you see how good NXT women's roster is, like, and you look was, at what WWE are doing, it's a mess. I, I think it was Lana and Dana Brooke or whatever. Like, they hit a tendon finisher at Mania, and I was like, that's ah, a fucking finisher. What? Mm. What, the double was, X factor? I love it. Besides having to hold Mandy Ro- or Dana Brooke's hand so she has a tumble down the fucking entrance again <laughs> they've edited that out but they've made it a storyline i don't understand how that works <laughs> came out there she was holding her hand exactly they've made it a storyline but they've edited it out if you watch back wrestlemania i just it seems silly um oh, she just maybe it's because she learned from Curtis worldwide since she was with them hmm um, after that was obviously all the setup for the priest and Miz thing. What, what's your thoughts? Do you think Priest is super talented? Like super, super talented. I hope they do something. They could do something oh, big with him. You know that. He's gonna be an IC champion by SummerSlam. I think so. I think I, I would hundred percent agree that even maybe the he's US title. The I could see Priest Sheamus. Like That's I'm kind of wanna see that. <laughs> Gonna be the guy to take it old Sheamus on a random week when he's doing these open challenges. I think so because, like, poor Carrillo got absolutely destroyed. But it was good to see Carrillo on TV. Oh, uh, Carrillo with facial hair, sir. <laughs> he all grew up and got old. <laughs> he got all beefy and facial hair. Yeah, it wasn't even a match, was it? I think he just got beat up. Uh, but it was good to see him. What are you gonna say? Like, oh man. They didn't bury Umberto. They made it. Sheamus was like, hey, you know, word of the wise, don't try to challenge me because I'm just going to kick your head in. Yeah, I don't think it was. I think it was just showing that Carrillo's not in Sheamus' league 
and you don't expect Carrillo to be in Sheamus's league. So I don't look at it. it. For me, it was good to see him on TV. But I've not come out of that thinking, oh my God, that's Carrillo done. I'm like, okay, maybe at least he's still back there. You know, I don't expect him to be in Sheamus's league, but I could see him fighting Kofi's and Elias's and, you know, other guys quite easily. Um, yeah, because, like, I, I have to say, I will go out. I think this was one of, last night was also one of Elias's best matches I've seen him. Um, okay, I think Kofi sold it really well, but I think it was um, one of his best. Um, one of his best. Against Kofi. Um, so, yeah, it just needs to be a bit more consistent for me. Um, right, so Alexa Bliss. What What is this? What is happening, do you think, with Fiend and Alexa Bliss? Let's get to that. What do you think is happening? Because we haven't spoke about that WrestleMania ending. And obviously the Lily Lily's playground stuff. And obviously whatever the Fiend said like two weeks ago now about being reborn. What do you think is happening? And do you think it's trouble for the Fiend? Like, do you think, do you worry about where the Fiend is? No. I already compared this to like Frankenstein. The, you know, the doctor made his monster and the monster is now running amok. He's, he's, he's the only person that can take her down. And right now, it, it makes sense that they're not talking about it. Let, what, let it simmer for a bit. Because, you know, let her run dominant over the women's division. Maybe Bray Wyatt will bring in somebody else to take out her. You know, it, mm -hmm. there's a lot to the story that people don't get. But do you worry? So, like, my concern is they told a lot of story, like, say, with Undertaker, but he still got wins. Do you worry that being not winning matches makes it a problem? No. It, it's not like he was beat clean. Has he? Goldberg beat him clean. Goldberg's the only one that beat him clean. Hmm. Rollins, you know, since Rollins had to use a fucking the, the mallet or whatever, mm. Roman Reigns, you know, that that was like a triple threat thing. I don't. And he didn't. He, and he came in at the end, didn't he? Like Reigns didn't even show up for the start of the match. Yeah. So, yeah, true. Orton set him on fire. Orton and then set him on Alexa, but yeah, maybe. So like, and then Alexa Bliss distracted him, like. Each time, it's been something that's either caused it or it's the very horror. It's it's a very horror movie esque. You know, they distract the monster for three seconds and they think they killed him. Mm. Yeah, maybe. And from what I'm reading, Bray Wyatt has a lot of creative control on this fiend stuff. They seem to do let him let him be. So maybe he's just pulling the strings a little bit. Again, it's. Everyone wants to blame it on oh, WWE. Just don't know how to manage guys. That is bullshit because they're like the biggest I, wrestling company okay. for 30 I plus years. You know? Let, let's get to finishing up this raw talk here with Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was what I snapped on this morning. Yeah. We've made it to the main event anyway. So, yeah, I, I saw that you snapped. <laughs> so, basically. Charlotte suspended indefinitely and fined a hundred thousand dollars because she beat up me. And she did and, beat him up. Um, I'm gonna read it verbatim because I, I give no shits. Hold okay. on, okay, I'll pull it up. Now, this is a, this is from a like supposed guy who watches every week and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. So WWE brings back Charlotte Postmania, gives her a showcase heel turn, then writes her off TV the following week. To which I said, it's called a storyline. They really, do you really think they wrote her off? Come on. How many times have they suspended somebody and they've done things anyway? You can't be this stupid of a fan. You really can't. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's storyline. It's angles. It's... I, it, and yeah. then somebody said, oh, well, this just shows you that Vince is out of touch. And I went, how the fuck can you say 
how can, how can you judge this story? Why when it's only been a fucking week? And to be fair, by the sound of it, from what I was just reading on what you announced, it looks like Raw was shorthanded literally on the night. <laughs> because it's not what they had planned because of whatever else but this, this report's is, going on. God, it annoys me so much because it's like, oh, Vince is out of touch. It, give the storyline time. Are you that... But Oscar Charlotte, like, we know... Like, it may appeal to, like, the back. I just, I feel like they're going to burn that candle from both ends really, really quickly. You know, I, I've seen Charlotte Oscar. I know what it can do. The thing with me right now, there's no women's division story I am interested in at all. Beating up never, a ref isn't going to do it for we, me at the minute. That's the thing is, we've only gotten Charlotte and Ripley, like, maybe once. This is mm, probably yeah. Ripley... Getting her fucking final fucking thing on on Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, keeps Oscar busy, and we know Oscar Charlotte can have a good match. Like the match won't disappoint, you know, with those two. I think everyone knows that. As I say, it just for me at the minute, the women's division's a bit of a shambles. Um, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. But I like Charlotte as a heel. She has to stay as a heel, I think, forever. I don't think. Um, I don't think they could ever take that out. <laughs> they can never not um, have her as a heel. But I, I thought it was... It's difficult. It is difficult about um, what they're going to do. And as I say, we, we've all, all week, all show, it's just been about the wrestling fans' reaction. And I sit and I look and I, I'm just shocked. You know, like, how can you be so blinkered like in the world current world circumstance they've still managed to put out a show every week they haven't missed any the pay-per-views have still gone ahead um no one's died they've readjusted and pushed new stars in that pandemic you know look at Big E, look at apollo cruz look at matt riddle look at bobby lashley all new guys at the top and people are still complaining I'm just, I don't know. Wrestling fans, need to sort your lives out. Need to sort your life out. Um, but yeah, need to sort it out. Um, also here, the speaking of The Fiend, they filed new trademarks for The Fiend. Um, and it involves a signature phrase, let me in. That's what they filed for. Um, for clothing, top shirts, jackets. Uh, so yeah, let me in. They've just filed for... Um, let's touch on because we haven't had a chance to do it because obviously you've been away. Um, Karrion Cross rewinning the NXT title, standard deliver. We didn't, you know, we haven't spoken about it on the podcast. Uh, how are you feeling about Cross beating Finn? Yeah. What next for Finn? Hmm? Wait, you didn't speak about standard deliver? No, I did with Damo. I haven't with you. I was gonna say, you fire his ass. <laughs> I caught his little. I caught his little quip at the beginning of the last week's show. <laughs> Dick on an ass. <laughs> oh, no. Um, about, what was your thoughts? Let's get on the NXT. I think it, him, him winning that is, is in the same amount as, you know, what you call winning the, or Jeff Devlin winning the Cruiserweight. Which immediately, fuck it, well, sorry, Devlin didn't win it. But like, it's the same thing, whereas this was supposed to be a plan all along. He was supposed to have a big title run, but he got hurt. Balor took the spot and he ran with it. Mm -hmm. But he was never the long-term plan. Uh, what, do you, what do you think next for Finn? Do you think he stays around NXT yeah, or you think he goes back up? Finn's going to stay there because he's been offered to be a coach eventually. And he's doing great there. He is. He is. You know, and like, people I have to understand, said, Finn's wrestled a lot over, like, the last 20 years. Like, <laughs> I even said it during, you know, I even said it when we were watching NXT in the fucking Discord. I said, you know, Finn Balor's gone from fucking the last thing that he did in WWE that anybody remembers is him feuding with Finn Balor in a fucking dress. And look at him now. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Which, thank you. To the Lord, 
of whatever illness that happened that, uh, around that time that canceled that fucking match. Thank <laughs> you. Because God, Lord, you think, again, people are like, Gino, you're a WWE fanboy. Finn Balor in a dress is not good. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Um, uh, yeah, uh, we'll swiftly it, move it, on. <laughs> um, obviously, the NXT back on Tuesdays. I I have to say, last week's NXT was amazing. Um, do do you notice that MSK already being booed? Do you think that's love for Drake Maverick and Killian Dane though, or do you think it's oh, it, boo it, to it, MSK? People are behind Drake Maverick. Yeah, it's it's. They, they've been behind him, and they're gonna cheer him no matter what he does because he's got such a base, such a fan base. Mm. Yeah, and that's what I think it was. And everyone was like, "Oh my god, fans are so fickle." They already turned on MSK, and I was like, "I think it's more Dana Maverick love than MSK hate, um, more than anything." So I, I don't know. Um, and obviously, Kushida is the cruiserweight champion now i laughed at this because kushida left japan because he didn't want to stay in the junior division he wanted to fight the big guys <laughs> and okay. he's a cruiserweight champion because <laughs> it makes no sense that it goes right to another junior division yeah um i didn't expect it i'm happy to see it um it, obviously, I think it creates like an instant feud. I mean, I'm assuming Escobar and Kushida will feud for a bit more, and I'm all for it because I thought the match was great. Are you surprised they they took it off Escobar so quickly? Like literally the following NXT. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was. Yes, crazy, uh, crazy stuff. And then obviously all the stuff at the end with Loomis and whatnot. What do you What do you make of what's happening? I love that it's this weird love relationship thing going on. Do you think it's they're touching on the the was it the Sam Shaw stuff he did with Christy was it Christy Hem in TNA? But no, Remember that? she reciprocates. <laughs> um, it was fun, silly. I mean, it is silly. Um, but it, Dexter Lumis is really good at that stuff. I mean, if anyone watched the Impact stuff that he did as Shaw with. Christy Hem was amazing. It was amazing TV, and it's what he does very, very well. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited. I thought for the first Tuesday kickoff to Tuesday that era, it was a fantastic uh, NXT. Um, it was a better Raw. It was a decent SmackDown. We're getting what we want with Cesaro. And wrestling fans are still unhappy because Mickey James is 41 and, you know, okay. like... I don't know. I don't understand. Right. All right. Well, this is, I guess this is where we end it for the week. Idiot of the week is whoever says that Mickey James deserves better. There you go. She deserves better. There, there's your idiot of the week. Whoever wants to mouth the words, Mickey James deserves better. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Whoever's going to say that. And I've just seen something that's just come through. I'm sorry, but it's blown my mind. So, Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley have both said the main ones of NXT that helped not only me, but Raquel, is Scotty Too Hotty. <laughs> there you go. He has just come out. He had always been there for us through everything. We went through a hit, real hard point together in NXT where Raquel and I were the only two females in Scotty's class. And he was there to help us through that rough time. And he still oh helps us today. So, there you go. Scotty Too Hot is the reason for Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez being so good. If ever there was a way to end the podcast and go and wash my mouth out. Now is that time. <laughs> Thank you, Scotty Too Hotty. Yeah, that's what the title's now. There you go. I was wondering, what am I going to call it? I'm going to call it Thank You, Scotty Too Hotty. That's where the title <laughs> come from. You've listened to the whole thing thinking, why has it been called Scotty Too Hotty? And now you know why. Because he is the reason for Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez. Gio, right, enjoy your hotel. When are you back? When do I have uh -huh. you back? I'm back. 
I leave on Sunday, so I'll be back on Monday. Well, that's it. I'll be on the road for like 12 hours Sunday. So. Nice. Well, stop setting things on fire. Make sure you don't go out in the hallway again. <laughs> leave the door open. Uh, yeah, they, they, okay, listen. They changed. They. I had to pay the bill as I was talking to you. I had yeah. to pay the bill for the second week, and they changed, I guess, because I, I paid for it. They changed the hotel key. So they gave me a new one, and that's what locked me out was the new one wasn't activated. <laughs> well, there you go. But, hey, you're in. Go get some Taco Bell. Go relax. And um, right. I will catch you next week, my man. Yeah, man.